Barking conclusion. Destiny, where are you? I don't know. Well, I don't know where Destiny is, but there certainly is a microphone right here. There sure is. That means it's time for another episode of Breaking Bruce and Tunes! That's right. My name is Steven Johnston. My name is Jesse Titus. Here's a theme song. You know it's not a mean song. It's a good song. Just as it should song. American Bruce and Tunes. Shibbity-beeby-day! Wow, Shibbity Beepu Tao is right. That, that theme song yeah, said it all. That's right. Wow. Wow. Great. Anyways, uh, here we are with a very special episode, episode number 20. Yes. Oh my gosh. I was about to say 20. we're in double digits, but we've been in double digits <laughs> double for a while. Double digits for a while. We're now in... Uh, we're now past the teens, man. Yeah, we're not teenagers anymore. We're not... This we're podcast, 20 agers. 20, 20 agers. Yeah. We're still not okay. legal, apparently. No, not yet. One more, one more episode. Yeah, we'll touch upon that later. Okay. Uh, for all of you who haven't been listening to the past episodes, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, this is a bi-weekly podcast in which myself, Stephen, recommends a punk rock album for Jesse to listen to. And I recommend a more indie or alternative rock or folk music album for Steve to listen to. <laughs> and we come back together after two weeks to listen to these records, and we talk about them whilst trying brand new beers. Right, so we get the best of two worlds. The best of both worlds in one place. American yeah, exactly. Bruising Tunes. That's if, why If that's not a recipe for success, then I'm not a chef. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people have called me Chef Steven, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess you'd be the judge. I don't think anyone's ever called me Chef Steven. Really? I've called myself Grill, Grillmaster Steve before Grillmaster when we were Steve. making burgers, but that's... Yeah. I think I called it. myself that. No one else did, so it doesn't really count. I think Jesse calls you Grillmaster. Yeah, because I, I did it for... I called myself that first, and he, he oh. followed suit. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Anywho, uh, let's give a quick recap of what we've been listening to for these past two weeks. What have you been listening to, Sir Jesse? Um, well, Sir Steven, I've been listening to the album Slowly Going the Way of the Buffaloer. Uh, what? The Buffalo. Oh, I couldn't understand your <laughs> weird <laughs> accent there. By MXPX. Medea. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sounds like Tyler Perry's Medea. No. Uh, MXPX is a, a, a pop punk band from the 90s. Pop punk, yeah. Uh, probably late 90s, early 2000s when they started getting yeah. big. Yep, they uh, are still going, believe it or not. And the reason I recommended this album for you is because, well, I'll touch upon that later. Okay. Sounds what good. have I been listening to for the past two weeks? Yeah, what have you been listening to? An album to? called Postcards from Ursa Minor by the solo artist Will Varley. Now, for those of you who aren't uh, educated in celestial bodies... Um, Which I'm Ur- not. Yeah. <laughs> Ursa Minor is uh, the Little Dipper, I believe. Is it really? Yeah. I've been listening to this the whole time and I had no idea. Yeah. 
thought Ursa Minor was like a bear or something. Yeah, exactly. The Little Dipper is the Little Cub, and Ursa Major, which is the Big Dipper, is the Big big Bear, Mama Bear. Wait, are you kidding me? No. I'm I was kidding. making that up when I said a bear. No, I'm pretty sure it is. Let me check. May like, do you remember on Pokemon, those uh, two bear? The yeah. bear? What is that called? Ursa Ring? Yes, that's why, like in my head, he said Ursa Minor, so it's got to be related to the Ursa Ring. Yeah. I was like, it's probably a bear, but I have absolutely <laughs> no idea. So I, I literally just pulled that out of nowhere. Well, not out of nowhere. I pulled that out of Pokemon. Wow, that's pretty yeah. awesome. Urs, I'm, let me, I mean, I, yeah. Ursa Minor is the, the little dipper? Is Ursa Major the big dipper? That's what I just said a little bit ago. Yeah, whatever. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> uh, anyways, those are the albums we've been listening to for the past two yeah, weeks. Yeah, Ursa Minor is Latin for lesser bear. Also yeah. known as little bear, the little dipper. Little dipper. There you go. So I wasn't kidding you. You learn new things every single day. And yeah. today is not an exception. I'm just surprised you didn't know that. So let me tell you about the beer I'm having this week. We'll come back to the music in just yeah, a little I'll bit. I'll tell you about the beer that I'm having after Steve. Yeah, so uh, since this is episode number 20, we wanted to have a special beer for this episode. So yeah. I'm having the Stone 21st Anniversary Double IPA. It's called Hail to the Hop. So I was like, episode 20... Hail to the Hop Thief. Hail to the Hop Thief. I was like, episode 20, I have to have the 21st Anniversary IPA. Yeah, exactly. It makes so much sense. And nice. since... 20, there's a 2 and 20. We can't just have one of these, can we? Well, let me tell you about the beer that I'm having. Yeah. Tell me about the beer you're having. Uh, so, this is a, a special, since it's a special episode, I wanted to have um, a, a, special beer by, beer? a special beer. Yeah. Yeah. One to kind of commemorate it. Uh, and I'm having the Stone Hail to the Hop Thief. <laughs> what? 21st anniversary. So I was right in predicting that by 20, that means two. Yeah, exactly. Two of the same beer. If you so, take away that zero, boom, two. So Jesse and I have done this, and this is twice a before where we've had the same beer, right? When yeah. we were having the very first episode with Frank Turner. Blue Moon Cappuccino. The Menzingers, thing. which was the founders of Kentucky Breakfast Out. And now this one. And now for this one, where we were having the Stone 21st Anniversary Hail to the Hop Thief double IPA. If that mouth, or if that, if that name thief. isn't Hail a mouthful, the then I don't know yeah, what it is. Yeah, I just said Hop Thief. Hop <laughs> thief. thief. Hop Thief. Hop Thief. Hop Thief. Hop Thief. Well, <laughs> Hop Thief. Uh, what does it say on here? It says, a double India Pale Ale fit for our 21st year. year. And if you actually hold it to the light, you can see a lot of sediment in there, which means it's oh, unfiltered. Oh, man. Did you know that? That's a, that's nice, dude. Did you know it was unfiltered? No. I'm even more excited now, man. So for those of you who don't know much about unfiltered beers, that man. literally is as just as it says that when they're putting it uh, from the brewing process into the bottling process, they don't filter out all the particles. And so we've got sediment and particles floating around in our beer from the unfilteredness. Uh, sometimes people don't like that because it looks weird. It does add extra flavor, but not bad flavor. It it, it actually adds more uh, of the, what would you say, more of the actual flavor where the beer is supposed to taste like a little Yes. Bit. So it enhances the beer flavor. And Jesse just took a picture of the beer, and you can kind of see the sediment under yeah, there. Yeah, I'll post we'll, this on Instagram. We'll post this on Instagram. It's, uh, it's really cool. I, it, this is like the most sediment I've seen in a beer. And I'm going to be like, pouring... It's really floating around in there, man. That's I'm going to be pouring my beer into a boot glass, a half-liter boot glass in celebration of Oktoberfest. So Jesse will take a picture of that, and we'll post it also. But what say you that we crack these? You know what? I say yes. Ship it a people crack! <laughs> nice. Oh, yes. This is... Easy to open Oh, with it's this. gonna be a great day for a beer. A great day to pour some beer in a glass. What song is that? Were you just? I was just making up one. It sounded like um, 
A song by the Eagles. It's gonna oh, it's gonna. Oh, yeah. A heartache tonight. A heartache tonight, I know. Also, it's gonna be a heartache tonight. Uh, since you guys obviously know that this podcast is also about music, yeah. I, I just got to do a little plug here. Not our sponsor, uh, but on Netflix you can find a documentary about the Eagles. It's about three hours long because it's two documentaries put together. Oh, it is well worth your time. Is it good? I'm a better person for watching it. Wow. Yeah, that's how good it is. I might have to watch it then. I was on one level, and then I watched it, and I was slightly on just a barely higher level. You just took that next step up. Yeah. It wasn't even really a step. It was kind of just like a like a leaning forwards. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so you just kind of like, after watching that, you're just kind of like, uh, just lean forward a little nah, bit? I should say it's a step up. It's a really good documentary. I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head, but if you type in Eagles on Netflix, you're going to find it. Super good. Um, let's uh, let's give our magic well, uh, phrase and try this. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Ship it at me. But That is good. Oh, my. That is good. And before we talk about the flavors, did we talk about the alcohol content on here? It's 9.9, right? 9.8. 9.8. Uh, so it's up there. Um, it, on the bottle, I don't see the IBU level, but we can look that up in a second on our favorite uh, app, Untapped. Which, actually, here, you talk about what you're experiencing right now while I look this up. Okay. Um, yeah, so what, what did you feel, the taste in that taste? It's, it's really thick. Yeah, it's potent. Like, it's, uh, it's not thick like a... Well, okay, so uh, I'm just going to talk about the New England-style IPA, right? Because that's like a new thing, right? It's a new thing. It's yeah. a ha- like hazy, so, citrusy. Uh, I've been looking into a lot of new styles of IPA, as you, you know, I do all the time. Yeah, that's one of your um, favorite That's pastimes. one of my favorite hobbies. Uh, and I wonder... By, you're like this. I wonder if there are any brand new styles of IPA out there in the world. Yeah. And, and most so, times you're disappointed because very rarely not. do they come up with new ones. Um, but there is recently a new one called uh, New England Style IPA. And you, if you um, are an avid drinker of IPAs, you've most likely seen this before. Probably. They, they've been um, popping up a lot lately yeah, in the past yeah. four or five months maybe. Yeah. Maybe even less. And they've probably been around for longer than that. But the first time that we kind of experienced it was with... Uh, a bearded iris down bearded here. Bearded iris. What was the, the first beer we had? The, the uh, what's it called? The, iris, the, the, the Homestyle. Homestyle IPA. Homestyle Very IPA. good. Super cloudy. Uh, but, but yeah, basically what the New England style is, is it's uh, it's just like really cloudy. Like it looks cloudy. Yeah. Um, and it also kind of tastes hazy. cloudy. Yeah, it's like hazy and cloudy. So like it has like a thicker, uh, I'd say like thicker body. Like it's a... Uh, yeah, like it's, it's not like a thin, like thicker doesn't mean strong or weak, but I wouldn't say as thick as like a big intense stout, but way thicker than a normal than like IPA. a regular like West Coast style IPA, mm-hmm. which is generally has like a light body and you get like a lot of uh, piney citrus notes or whatever. Uh, but the reason I tell you that is because this uh, beer from Stone kind of gives you that mouth, the same mouth feel and the same flavors that would normally be in like a West a New England style IPA. Yeah, I can see um, that. And, but it's not that style. Like it's, You can still see through it. And I'm guessing that has to do with the sediment. Probably. I think that would have a lot to do with it. I'm thinking so. Um, I really like this. Yeah, this I delicious. like this too. It's The, the hops are super duper present. Uh, and also, can... mine's not very cold. I put it in the fridge about, I don't know, maybe... An hour ago? An hour ago, 40 minutes ago. So it's a lot less... You're tasting it a lot more. Is, is yeah, the thing. The, I think the flavors are coming through way more. Yeah. So hopefully when yours warms up, I'll be able to, to get on your level, bro. Yeah, bro. 
Anyways, I'm checking my beer in on oh, yeah. our absolute favorite uh, social media drinking app, which is, of course, called Untapped. If you haven't listened Untapped. to our podcast, then you Untapped. haven't heard it. If you have listened to our podcast, you know what it is. And if you already know what it is. If you're an avid drinker of craft beer, you probably know what this is. Yeah, I mean, it's basically, it's like Facebook for beer. Yeah, you, you check in the beer that you're having. Uh, you can say what location, you can give it a rating, you can take a picture, uh, and it's just kind of cool to keep track of what you had. That way, if, if you're like, I don't remember if I've had this beer before, or I wonder what my friends say about this beer, you can right. do that. You can check your friends, uh, you, you can, can toast them, you can comment on other people. too, and see what yeah. other what other people have said about the beer. And it's just a really it cool It gives app. you like a nice little description of each beer, too. So They're not our sponsors, but we wish that they were, because they're awesome. They're the best. They're so uh, good. Speaking of sponsors, though, our sponsor this week is a sponsor that we've had before. Is everyone's favorite Nashville folk punk, garage rock, whatever you want to call them, band. Oh, yeah. Tree Shelf. What a great band. They're currently just an acoustic duo, but they're looking for a bass player and drummer. So if you are looking, or if you have a bass player and drummer that wants to play with them in Nashville, in Nashville, let us know and we'll let them know because we know them personally for some reason. We do know them. Yeah, it's weird, but met, whatever. Met them, met them randomly one night. Whatever. Uh, last week, I think I went. I think I went first with the album. Did, did you? I? I think so. I think so. so let's you, talk about mine. Let's talk about this one first. I All feel right, like so, we're going to be talking about yours a little bit longer. Yeah. So um, we're going to talk about the albums. Uh, if all, our I'm beer only... flavors change at all over yeah. the episode, we will let you know. If not, we won't let you know. <laughs> and again, uh, we've said it before, so I'm going to say it again. Repetition is, you know, a key to victory. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. Practice makes perfect. perfect. I once heard that charisma is the key. No, that's a different line. Never mind. Charisma is, charisma the, key is the key to opportunity. I, I mean... That's in a Bowling for Soup song. That makes sense. Yeah, I love Bowling for Soup. Anyway, I'm going to say it again. We should tag... When we post uh, this episode, we should tag Will Varley and get him, try and get him to repost that. That'd be really cool. Yeah, definitely. And, oh, on, we'll on talk tweet, about... On Twitter. Yeah, we'll talk about that when we get to Will Varley. I got, we got some fun stories about him. Um, anyway, you take it away. Anyway, uh, we've said it before on this podcast that um, the point of it is to broaden not only our musical horizons, but also broaden your musical horizons as you listen with us yes. or experience this with us. Yes, and so hopefully um, you've actually followed our our uh, Spotify playlist and listened to these the past. Oh, did week. you set that up? Yeah, I set it up. It's, oh, it's okay. live right now. Nice. Oh well, uh, if you haven't checked that out, then uh, we have. Go on Spotify, well, go type in and American Brews and Tunes, and you'll find the playlist. If you're having trouble finding it that way, go on our Facebook. We have links for it. You okay. Can, it, and it literally and is, it? it's at the end of each episode, that's when we recommend the albums for each other. And so once we post that episode, you go on the Spotify playlist, and it's those two albums. So you can listen along so that when we yeah. record that next episode, you'll be ready and able to know the songs with able us. Able to be like, oh yeah, I know that song. Yeah. So I don't, much that's fun. not my favorite. What the heck are you talking about, crazy? Yeah, and, you know? and it's just so great. Yeah. So great. But anyway, I'm still trying to say this one point that I started a little bit ago. Yeah, it's about broadening horizons. Yeah, broadening horizons. And then also, I'm only gonna I'm only really going to touch on the three songs that I recommend. Yeah, that, that's Because what we again, do, we yeah. want you guys to We don't have enough time to go through every single song, so we'll, yep. we'll elaborate on the three recommended songs and briefly go over the other ones. Yep. All right, so onward and upward... To MXPX, you, you had never heard of MXPX before, which is kind of odd because you I grew up in, in a uh, a Christian household. Yeah, uh, where you listen to Switchfoot. I'm assuming you're Lion K. Yeah. Uh, did you listen to Five Iron Frenzy? No, not really. 
Uh, MXPX was one of those bands. They weren't like a Christian band, but they were a band that was Christians, and they had some songs that kind of talked about uh, yeah. religion a little bit. And so they were like a very family-friendly fr- punk rock band, uh, easy gateway for, for kids to get into that parents approved of. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I, I just think I never yeah. found them. Fair enough. Either that or I was just like, who needs other bands when I've got Switchfoot? Exactly. Well, Switchfoot's great. But I recommended this album for you because literally last week I went and saw MXPX Live and yeah. it was so good. It was so nostalgic and it reminded me of listening to them as a kid. Yeah. And they were so good live. Yeah. And I met their drummer at the bar across the street. Nice. Did I tell you about that? I think so, yeah. He was just sitting there. Me and Becca were like, I, I turned I was like, I'm pretty sure that's the drummer from MXPX. She's like, how do you know? I was like, well, I looked up a picture and I, I was like, is this him? And <laughs> she's like, I think so, but I can't tell. And he was literally standing right next to me, and he was, uh, he opened a tab uh, previously, and he ordered food. And he's like, he's like, yeah, that goes on the blank blah blah tab. And I was like, did you hear what he just said for his last name? And Becca's like, yeah. And I was like, I looked up. He was his last name. I was like, that's <laughs> definitely him. So I turned around. I was like, did you go say hi? I turned around. Like literally, he was like literally right next to me. So I could have like oh, really? bumped him, into him. Yeah. I turned around. I was like, excuse me, you're not the drummer from MX Picks, are you? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah. And then we talked for a couple minutes. It was pretty cool. He was a nice guy. Nice. But awesome. enough about that. They're a good band. I want to hear what you have to say about this album. Okay. I think it's a great album. I'd love to hear what you think. The album is called Slowly Going the Way of the Buffalo, which Extinct? Uh, you told me... Or endangered? Um, are they... Ex- they're not extinct. They're endangered. They're endangered. Or they um, went endangered, I guess. Did you say that, that the title of the album came from somewhere? I don't remember. Okay. I might have said that I one I thought you time. had said that to me one I probably did. While you're explaining things, I'll look it up. Um, anyway, I'm going to start off with track number one. That is the best place to start off, um, obviously. Yeah, so track number one is called Under Lock and Key. Fast way started, if I'm not mistaken. It's a great album opener. It's really fast, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very fast. Um, I didn't recommend it. I gave it four to five. Um, It's a good, fast, fun opening song. Yeah. So I'm going to go on to track number two. Uh, It's called Tomorrow's Another Day. Oh, here, uh, literally, I went to the Facebook page for, or the Wikipedia page for Slowly Going the Way of Buffalo, and this is what it says. The album title was taken from a letter that the band had written, or from that a fan had written to the band, okay. complaining that the band was changing and was slowly going the way of the buffalo. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. So that's that's kind of funny, isn't it? Yeah, that's pretty funny. Because their earlier albums, you can tell a difference between like their first two, three. I think it's just two albums before this. Uh, but if you listen, maybe three. I, I can't remember. But if you listen to them versus this, I think they started to. Get a better handle on songwriting, and I'm not actually as huge a fan of their first couple albums. Really, I think this is better, and I don't think the first ones are the best. Okay, but everyone has their own opinions, so yeah, I maybe other people like them better. Yeah, uh, beforehand, two? you mean? Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. So track number two, tomorrow's another day. Uh, I gave this song five out of five, and I recommendationed it. I thought you would. This is a great song. It is a great. When song. I saw them, they open with this. Really, so good. Very nice. So good. Uh, the song is about not like not wanting to watch your life fly by. Like and he literally kind of, says that in the song. I don't want to yeah. let my life fly, fly by, by, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like uh, I don't know. It's like just saying like it's pretty much that message. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to like I want to make the most of every moment mm-hmm. and um, yeah, don't want to let your life go by too fast. So you want to live in the moment, yeah. as it were. And if today's bad, make the most of tomorrow. Oh. Now that you say that, the bridge. Which I, I was gonna. I, I didn't want to say it, but I was gonna let you lead into it. So I'll let mm-hmm. you say about the bridge. It's so good. Oh, uh, the bridge is great. Yeah. Um. 
Today didn't have to be this way. Tomorrow is another day. Another chance to make things right. What's the last one? Chance to finally live your life. Drive I want to. And then it gets really, really fast. Yeah. So yeah. They repeat that line a crap ton, like over and over again. And it gets stuck in your head. Yeah. Um, very memorable. But during the bridge, they kind of like start off uh, full band, and then eventually it just goes to I think it just goes to bass chords, right? Or just yeah. Drum, well, this, like, this song's like, got a the lot of hat, or not the hi hat, the uh, ride cymbal. This song's got a lot of speed changes and a lot of um, yeah. Oh, a lot of their songs have have that. Yeah, a lot of uh, what's the the word like loud to quiet? Um, dynamic a of, range. A lot of dynamic changes. Like the it starts off slow, builds up big time, gets fast, slows down, gets quiet, builds yeah. up, and so the 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 bridge. Like they repeat that, and then it's just bass and singer. Oh yeah, bass chords. That's what I wrote down. I think uh, they, their lead they singer the is named Mike Herrera. You guys might have heard of him. He's got a podcast. Um, he's he's pretty prominent in the punk scene. Is he the one who does? Wait, what's his podcast? I can't remember what it's called off the top of my oh, head. Oh, I thought it was the maybe the what's the, what's the one? He interviews they, a lot of bands. Oh, he interviews bands. Okay, what's the one? And <laughs> he he actually just uh, I don't know if you've been paying attention on Twitter, but he just interviewed the Menzingers. Oh, and for it's, real? It's the, the, the most recent episode. So check it out. That's pretty cool. Um, but he's a bass player, so it's kind of fun to see like a, a lead singer being a bass player because most of the times they're guitar players. Huh. Strangely like Blink-182. I know, but he's he's the only lead singer. Like Blink-182 switches back and forth. Oh, right, so one right. of their lead singers okay. is a guitar player. Gotcha. But continue. Anyway, that's that's all I wanted to say. Um, I recommended that one. It's a great song. So that's great. I recommend it too. So double recommended. Double recommended. Double beers. Double the fun. Yeah, well, you could multiply those doubles by each other and make it quadruple the fun. Oh, man. Double times double is quadruple. Steve, you're going a little bit too deep right now. Ah, it's still double squared, if you ask me. <laughs> a little deep squared? Dub squared? Yeah, dude. Definitely. Yeah, dub square. Dub square. Dub step? Dub step. <laughs> now we're getting into weird territories. I, got, I got, recently got back into dub step. I am not a dub step. I don't dislike bit. it. I just don't get into it. I also listened to that a lot in high school. Weird. Because my friend was a DJ. Oh, that makes sense. And, uh, but the dubstep that I listened to in high school is and nothing like the dubstep now. Well, yeah, dubstep now is more uh, mainstream and pop. Like, I know, I, I've heard yeah. that some of the stuff you've, you've listened to before. Just really chill and quiet and slow. I can show you some later. Yeah. Um, anyway, enough about dubstep. Track number three. Let's talk about MXPX. Yeah. Uh, track number three, The Final Slow Dance. Uh, basically the song's about not wanting to spend your life alone. Yeah. The line is, no one wants to spend eternity alone. It's not a bad song. It's not uh, my favorite, though. No, yeah, there's a, um, I, well, I wrote down something here, and, uh, like you were saying, the tempo shifts and dynamic shifts, there was a, a part, part of the song where they go, they're, they're like full-time, then half-time, mm-hmm. and then they like slowly build back up to full-time. It's so, fun. I thought that was pretty cool. It's a fun thing to do live, to see them do that, which yeah. I've never seen them do that, but it'd be cool to see them do that, that, that song. Yeah. Um, so I give that four out of five. Mm-hmm. Four out of five. Beer out of five. Yeah. Uh, the next song is called "I'm Okay, You're Okay." Da 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 da. Okay, you're okay. They play this when I saw them. Yeah, like it's a good song. The thing about the thing about this song, like it's really it's very very catchy. But oh, it's super catchy. It uh for me it kind of gets like um. I don't want to say monotonous, but that same. I agree with you. It's like I like the song, but halfway through, I'm kind of ready for the next song. La 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 la. I'm just kind of like, oh okay. 
I'm done with it. You can only hear the melody so many times. It's um, not bad, but it's just... Yeah. I, yeah, I still like it. Yeah. But I... So, for that reason, I give it 3.5 out mm-hmm. of 5. On to track number five. Uh, this song is called Cold and All Alone. Sad. Uh, even the title super sad. I gave it 3.5 out of 5. Um, Cold it's basically... Basically a song about... Um, Being cold and all alone. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's, the title says it that's, all. That, that's all the, you need. That's literally all you only, need to know. Those are the only lyrics in the whole song. I'm cold and all alone. That's all you need to cold know. Cold and all alone. Um, no, it's actually, it seems like it's a song about relationships. That's what it's about. But anyway, on to track number six. Party, comma, my house, comma, be there. It's about time for a party at my house. And it wouldn't be the same without you. No, no, no. <laughs> we always do that. If I recall, you've got what I need. They play this when I saw them too. I like this song. Um, I actually like this song it grew, a lot. It grew on me a little bit. Um, I didn't really like it at first because I was like, blah, blah, blah. boring. <laughs> boring. I, like, uh, I actually like this song a lot. But I gave it a four out of five though because it, it's kind of cool. See, I would have recommended song. this one, but I guess you didn't. No, I did not. Interesting. I did not, Steve. Um, it's a song about wanting to, a girl to come to the party at your house and stay there from summer to fall because you like her. Yeah, doesn't that what everyone wants? Yeah, most people. I guess. Anyway, uh, track number seven is uh, called The Downfall of Western Civilization. This one now, starts off with a do 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 do. No, 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 no. That's, what is that song? Uh, that's, um... I think that's Invitation to Understanding. I think it's the next song. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure. Dude. I think it's this one. I just listened to it. Oh, it's not. It's not Downfall. Uh, never mind. I'm thinking of another song. But it's not in, uh, Invitation. I thought. Who knows? We could. Uh, oh, we're not. We'll we'll figure out. We'll figure out who's we'll, right later. We'll figure it out later. Um, I think I'm right, but you know, whatever. We'll figure that out later. Well, if I had to guess, I think I'd probably say it's the song. What's mine is yours, but <laughs> we'll figure it out. Well, how are you? All of a sudden, changed your guess. Oh, I'm genius. Wow, okay. It's hat I'm wearing, the genius hat. Uh, but I'll let you proceed with track number seven. Self-proclaimed. All right, Mr. Proclaimer, uh, give us track number seven. Um, track number seven. The Downfall of Western Civilization. Um, I almost recommended this one. I would have recommended it. Um, well, maybe. I gave it four to five. Just starts off with the bass. Mm-hmm. Just the bass. Yeah. Like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a jam. Yeah, it really is. And then it gets really fast. Um, I'm not really sure what the song's about, but maybe the title says it all. Isn't that the chorus? Excuse me, but I don't know you. Yeah. And no, I sure, sure don't, don't know, know you, you either. <laughs> Excuse me. No, no, he says neither instead of either. Neither, yeah. It's a goofy chorus. It's a... It's, it it, it's it almost doesn't fit, but it kind of is cool at the same time. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a nice shift between like really fast and then they kind of slow it down. Yeah. So again, that's seems to speed be one of the and staple. dynamics. Yeah. Seems to be one of the. Did I say sample? Staple. I think. Staple. Well, I don't know what you said, but I think you were going for staple. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Staple to their uh, their songwriting. Um, invitation to understanding is track number eight. Is it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Is it? Um. I gave the song three point five out of five. Like it's still kind of like the last, kind of like the uh, whichever track that was, track number oh the party song uh, six. Um, yeah. It's catchy. It's catchy, but it's but not, I just kind of not the, the favorite. It's blase. 
<laughs> as Josh Western would say. Oh, shout out to Josh Western for yeah. blase, I guess. Um, I gotta tell you a, a story here real quick. Uh, today, Josh texted me, and he said, "I just uh, what did he say?" He Josh said, is one of well, he's I, I met him in college. Jesse's known him since growing up. He's since, one of our good buddies since we were in T-ball. Um, he said, "Just saying word for word, Billy Bob Joe the Farmer Boy." Still remember the lyrics. Uh, Billy Bob Joe the Farmer Boy? <laughs> yeah. What the heck? Is this like a little kid song? <laughs> no. Well, I mean, we, we, Josh and I wrote it when we were kids. What the heck? It's called Billy Bob Joe the Farmer Boy. Do you want to enlighten us? Yeah. It's a, it's a pretty great song. What the heck? <laughs> Go ahead. The microphone is here. <laughs> Just laughing about it. Okay. <laughs> Take it away, Jesse. Stop laughing. Here, a one, a two, okay. a one, two, three. Yo, Billy Bob Joe, the farmer boy. <laughs> <laughs> you say Billy Bob Joe, the farmer boy. <laughs> After hearing that line, I can't help but laugh. <laughs> uh, but the words are. The, uh, let me let me just try and get through it. Right, one more time. Do we look away so I don't laugh at you? <laughs> All right, I'm turning around so Jesse does, so I don't laugh at Jesse. All right. Okay. A one, a two. No, a one, don't two. say that either. Okay, I'll just uh. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna be able to do it. All right. Billy Bob Joe the Farmer. <laughs> All right. That's enough. Just say the lyrics. I saw you like. I saw you start to laugh, so I started to laugh. Even though Billy Bob Joe right. the Farmer boy went to the store to buy some bok choy. Where he got <laughs> bok choy. Farmers don't buy bok choy, do they? Billy Bob, Bo- the Billy Bob Joe the farmer boy went to the store to buy bok choy. <laughs> What's the next part? <laughs> uh, when he got there, there was none left, so Billy Bob Joe waited. He sat on his rump until he got plump. <laughs> he sat on his rump until he got plump. <laughs> and then he sat he said, on his rump until he got plump. And then he said, I think I'll walk around instead. <laughs> Is that the whole thing? It still goes on. They said, I think I'll go walk around instead. Yeah. Um, oh but anyway, so it was that was funny for Josh to text me that today. Oh, you, how did you come <laughs> up with this weird song? Uh, we were, I think it was like... Were the, you guys going to buy bok choy? No, uh, the reason I chose bok choy was because in uh, the television show Arthur, <laughs> um, there was bok choy in one episode of that, and I was like, wow, what is bok choy? Is that even a thing? Is that even a thing? Um, anyway, uh, so the reason, uh, we only, we wrote it in like eighth grade at like mm-hmm. a Super Bowl party at someone's house. That was a huge anyway, press. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, Back to we're, we're going to be able to get through a lot of these next songs, uh, cause I didn't recommend them pretty yeah, quickly. Go through them quick. Uh, so track number nine, Fist versus Tact. Did they play this live? Mm, they, I don't think they did. It's a fast Not one. Too bad. Yeah. It feels, really it, it feels like minor threat. It's like the it's the most really. different song in the whole album, which I I that's why I give it four to five. It's like super fast. Yep. Compared to yeah, and it's like, like it's like a hardcore punk song. Yep. Yeah. They throw in like one or two of those every album. It seems it's like. very good. Yeah, I like that song. Anyway, uh, the next song is called "What's Mine Is Yours." Uh, by the way, we're on track number ten. Do 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 do. I love that guitar line. Good song. Good song. But it's it's close to a skipper for me. Oh, that's such a bummer. It's, that's still good. Like, this is I, one of my favorite songs on the album. Really? Yeah. yeah I love me. this song. Not me. Definitely not me. Oh, that's a bummer. But I guess um, everyone's opinion's different. Uh, track number 11 is called Self-Serving with a 
uh, with a purpose. Uh, whenever I first wrote the title, I wrote porpoise <laughs> instead of purpose. Um, but anyway, I like a good porpoise as well. I gave this one four to five because I like it. Uh, but there's a there's a line in it where it, so, it sounds a lot like uh, Blink One Eighty Two. Um, I'm not like you guys. But in this, What's he, say? Uh, he says, "I'm not like you thugs." <laughs> a little different, but still. yeah. Anyway, and I think this album came. This album was came out before uh, "Enemy of the State" by Blink One Eighty Two. Really, I believe so. While you're uh, looking up, this was doing some more songs. Was this '98? Yeah. Then yeah, right before. Okay. Uh, Dude Ranch came out right. So before So they wrote this. it at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Ish. Because uh, "Enemy of the State" came out in '99. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. I always thought it came out earlier for some reason. All right. Anyway, on to my second recommendation for Always, track number 12. Not one I would have picked, but... Um, I'll, tell, I'll tell you the reason why I picked it. Yes. Tell us. Um, it's, it's because I, like, I really like the melody okay. of the verses. Well, that's a good reason. Um, Melodies play a key part to music. Yeah. So uh, let me see if I can remember what it is. Um, if we help each other out along the way, da 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 things okay. Oh, yeah. Um, who decides if you succeed? Who decides those things you want and need? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's, uh, musically a lot different than the rest of the album, too. So I think that's par- partially why I gravitated towards it. Yeah. Um, and there's, like, the palm muting for the verses. It's like... And then whenever it gets... At the end of the the phrase, it's, like, like open chords. And I think that, like, the tone of the guitar just, like, drew me in every single time I listened to that song. So that's why I really like it. That's enough to recommend it, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Um... Yeah, so, I mean, that's why I recommend it. And also the message is pretty good. Um, it's basically about learning about, like, life and, like, searching for truth, like, with other people in life. Yeah, I think a lot of their songs are about growing up in girls. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. That seems Which like what is, it is, like, pop punk that's pretty standard, I'd, I'd say. Yeah. Um, on to track number 13, which is called Set the Record Straight. And I also gave, recommended this one. You're surprising with your recommendations. Um, well, it was really uh, problematic to get the third song because I knew I was going to recommend for always and uh-huh. uh, the but second you, you song. didn't know which which the, I didn't know okay. which one to do because and if you saw I almost recommended like uh, the other one the downfall of Western civilization mm-hmm. and then I was like I don't... last minute you changed yeah so I guess that's suffice to say that a lot of the songs are worth recommending I just yeah. had to. It had to narrow it down, and I, I just guess that means it's a good album. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Ow! But this uh, this song is this song is kind of about the title. Yeah. About there being like a issue in some type of relationship, and you then trying to set the truth out. trying to set the record straight. Um, but and there's also a really nice minor four. I love minor fours. Yeah, dude. Same here, and that's also why I liked it, because it was also kind of different than what they normally have written the rest of the album. Yeah. Um, agreed. Agreed, moving on. Uh, I'll just go through the last the last songs pretty quick. Uh, track number 14 is called Get With It, Get With It, Get With It. <laughs> uh, that song's pretty catchy. Yeah. I gave it four to five. Uh, track number 15, Inches From Life, I gave it four to five as well. Like I could have probably recommended either of those. Mm-hmm. But they just instead of the other one, just didn't make the cut barely. Yeah, well, and barely. That, it's it's tough to yeah 
you know, I two, three. Um, and then the last song, track number 16, Skipper, instrumental. Yeah. Don't like it. Yeah. But... It's, it's kind of an odd thing to do, but Yeah, it's kind whatever. of a weird thing to end an album with, you know? But that's a good album. I've listened to a bunch oh, of their yeah, albums. it's definitely a good album. Uh, I, I enjoyed it a lot. one of my favorites. Uh, they've got another one called... I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head right now. Um, but it's the one with the song Wrecking Hotel Rooms. Um, Wrecking Hotel Rooms, eh? Are you looking up some MXPX stuff right now? Yeah. All right. I'll look it's, it up for you. It's called Panic. That's what it's called, right? I, 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 I figured it out right now. It's called Panic. <laughs> you didn't want me to look it up? No, I literally just like... remember what it's called. It's called Panic. Is it called Panic? Are you sure? I'm positive it's called Panic right there. Oh yeah, there it is, Panic. Panic. I know what I'm talking about. That's a, I almost recommended that one too because it's a really good album. Oh okay. But uh, I I picked slowly going the way of the Buffalo Wrecking just because it's, yep, it's a little bit uh, a little bit more close to their roots, I guess. So it's okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, on to Will Varley. Yes. Um, fun on to story. our friend from England. Yeah, our, our English friend. Fun story about Will Varley. Um, a lot of times we would uh, be sitting here at the house and Jesse would put on his Frank Turner Pandora. Or what would you yes. put on Pandora? And well, so it was on Google Play. Google Play. They, the they bring Frank up Turner Radio. They bring up uh, similar or recommended artists as well. And Will Varley would play from time to time. So we're like, oh, he's good. He's good. Yeah. Uh, Frank Turner always talked about him. And then me, Jesse, and Becca went to Boston. Boston earlier this February to see Frank Turner do his first arena tour or first arena show yeah. in Boston. And Will Varley was one of the openers. So that was the first time we actually got to experience Will Varley live, and it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. um, I thought he was great, so I wanted to buy an album from him afterwards. And we went up to the the merch stand, and he was selling his own CDs, and he yeah. was drunk as a skunk. Yeah, it was really <laughs> funny. He was like singing to everybody. He was. He was so happy. He was yeah. so jolly. He must have been having a great time. He was having because uh, on the Frank Turner song, uh, he crowd he got Will Varley to come out and crowd surf all the way to the back to get a shot, and then crowd surf all he the didn't way crowd back surf. up. He Did just, he run? He just ran. Oh, he just well, he he had a shot at Jameson. He ran around the yep. entire arena, ran all the way back to the stage, and which then... is a if you know what an arena looks like, the floor. He he ran a long way to do that yeah. shot, but it, it was, was pretty it was awesome. hilarious. Uh, but the album was great, the song was great. Uh, I, I went up to him. I was like, I was like, what? What's that song about the king that you sang? Uh, and yeah. which album is that on? And he told me it's, it's a song called King for a King, yeah. which is a absolutely my favorite Will Varley song ever. It's a song about growing up, and it's just super great. And I bought that album, uh, but I didn't listen to much of other Will Varley. So Jesse's been listening to a bunch of his stuff, and he recommended me this one, which is called Pers- Postcards from Ursa Minor, which is his third, yes, third uh, full length album. Uh, so let's let's delve in, shall we? Yep, got to turn your hat backwards like Ash Ketchum and delve right in. <sighs> got to catch them all, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, Will Varley is a folk singer through and through. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. He's got a classical guitar, which means it's a nylon string. It's it's not what you typically hear uh, guitar players play. Yeah. It's got a very different sound or timbre, if you know that word. Yeah. Um, different sound way, than a regular guitar. Sounds. Yeah, timbre, yeah. Uh, he he's much more of a storyteller, like Bruce Springsteen or Bob Dylan, mm-hmm. uh, in, in the songs, and that's why it's very folky, very song for the people. It's really good music. Um, generally, there wasn't really anything I think I'd skip on this album. Yeah. Uh, Same in fact, here. I kind of want to buy this album now, <laughs> and I want to really, buy more of his it's stuff. Really good. I have the one CD, and now I want to get this one. Uh, the first song is called "As for My Soul," which is one I remember he played live. Yep, he played. I think he played that first mm-hmm. whenever he opened. Uh, I gave this seven point five out of ten. You only went out on a ten scale today. Yes. Wow. One out of ten. No interesting rating system. I couldn't think of anything, and I was watching Hellboy Two: The Golden Army. Oh, so, so you're I, just like, bah. 
Yeah. 7.5. I was like, maybe I'll give it Golden Army ratings. Nah, it's too much. <laughs> um, but as for my soul, I didn't recommend it, but it's a great song. It yeah. kind of, I, I wrote down Mazurka? Mazurka. Russian, like, bar oh, drinking it's like, type song. It's like, gyp- it's like, it's like gypsy. Like gypsy music. Yeah, so gypsy type sounding. Um, if you'd imagine, like, a, a drinking song in a bar by yeah. Russians, maybe like that. Gypsy folk. Yeah, it's pretty um, good. Even though I didn't recommend it, I think it's a great song. It's a great album opener. Um, and I really almost recommended it, but I didn't want to recommend all the songs I knew, so I, I had to branch right. off. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, it's a song about setting aside um, like hard work to enjoy like friends and like having like having a fun. drink. Yeah, just like, a drink setting aside like the hard times and just like the main lines, light a fire, drink a beer, sing a song. Yeah. And the, the verses drink are a beer. talking about the hard times and singing a song. Better. Great song. Great song. Oh, yeah. I love it. On to song number two, which is called The Man Who Fell to Earth. I gave this seven, which is still pretty good rating. And it's pretty good. I didn't recommend it, um, but it's also another really good song, uh, which, again, I almost wanted to recommend it, but I couldn't because I could only pick three. Yeah. Um, I think it's about how people focus on the mundane aspects of life and how there's sometimes more important yeah. things. Yeah. Because there's lines where he talks about, like, it's a certain hour in the morning where it's the last of the drunks at the bar, but the business people are just getting to their, their works, getting to their, their jobs. Uh, the newspaper has been there slaving for, for waiting, some waiting disaster for to report. To wrong, yeah. uh, so it's just all these mundane but things, then, and, and then he's, he, he's focusing on the man who fell to earth. Yeah, and he uh, said, like, nobody noticed the man who fell to earth. So everyone's too busy getting caught up in life. Yeah. Great song. I wish I could recommend it. But if you want to listen to the album, you can go ahead and do it. <laughs> on to song number three <laughs> and if you want to have a beer you while can, listening you can to the go, album, you can you do go ahead too. and do that too don't let any fires unless it's in a fireplace <laughs> or a bonfire pit or something <clears throat> and if you want to eat some some chips go ahead and do it but not salt and vinegar those are gross ooh I love salt and vinegar nah just chips. throw them out the window get some giant eagle <laughs> brand kettle barbecue not everybody knows what giant eagle is dude uh, get some western Pennsylvania grocery store chain brand <laughs> kettle cooked Barbecue chips, and you'll love them. Song number three is the best song of the entire album. It is called Seize the Night. Oh, yeah, this song is so, so catchy. I know we so played this live good. when we saw him. Yeah. Uh, and I said I didn't want to recommend songs I knew, but I couldn't not recommend it because okay, yeah. it's too good. Yeah. It's a fun uh, take on Seize the Day because that's uh, everyone says Seize the Day all the time. Carpe yep. Diem, Seize the Day. Take the opportunities, but this is kind of the opposite where it's like Seize the Night. Instead of, instead of making the most of everything, just let loose and relax, have fun and go out with your friends party drink beer sit at home watch movies just have fun like, yeah set aside all the the crazy things and just have fun yeah um, that's just so golden and catchy it's too. so catchy like there's night. there's one line he says do your best to lose track of time yeah. and it's just like obviously that's do your best to lose track of time and the very last line of the chorus is if you know where you are when you wake up if you know where you are when you wake up you know where you are when you wake up, something's wrong. It's kind of funny. Because if you don't know where you wake up, you've obviously had a bender or some kind of crazy night. So maybe that's not the best thing. But if it if that happens to you, it's maybe it's not a bad thing. Who knows? He's, he's just saying, have fun, let loose, and go all out. Because yeah. if you don't do that from time to time, you're going to, I don't know, go crazy. Get all cramped up emotionally and whatnot. That's super um, catchy. I but love also, this song. The Frank Turner. I'm pretty sure Frank Turner sings on it. I think he might. It's even on uh, the first song, "As for My Soul." He might have done backups there. Listening I to think, it, I think he, he says, "Drink a beer" on the first. 
I uh, think it's Frank Turner, but I don't I'm have any sure. proof. Yeah, because I, I tried to I look looked it up. I looked Wikipedia. it up too, and I was yeah. like, "Is Frank on this album?" I can't tell, and I I, I really couldn't tell. without buying the CD and looking at the liner notes. I don't know. Yeah, but it certainly sounds like he it did. definitely sounds like him. Uh, and anyways, I would imagine because they're good buddies. They are. Uh, Season Night is the best song on the album. It's fantastic. Ten out of ten. Check it out. Recommended. Oh wow, ten out of ten. Song number four is called "Outside Over There." I gave it five point five. It's like like the lowest, probably the lowest rating on the album. The cor- yeah. it's mainly because of the chorus I didn't care for it all. Outside over, over there, there. But- where the wars raging. Yeah, what- running a child far from home. The Lord will make you with them. I was more soulful than Will, but good job. What? <laughs> but it kind of ties the story together. The chorus, which I uh, texturally yeah. I like, but. I like the do, verses way more better. Yeah, you listen to like all the, the all the verses and lyrics. Yeah, it's it's about uh, like this girl trying to find her like her uh, sister who got yeah. kidnapped. It's, yeah. it's kind of like a fantastical story. Yeah, it's like a yeah. Definitely and then at like the end, a... it almost like talks about their their graves being in the like someone finding their bodies in the woods, yep. and it's like maybe they died and this is all in their heads or something. Is oh, no, no. I mean, I, I think it's just like a story. Okay. Well, it, it's, I, think, it's, I think that's all it is. very fantastical for a folk song, but uh, the verses are great. The chorus I don't care for, but you need the chorus to tie a song together. So whatever. Uh, I give it five out of five. I don't recommend it, but it's still good. Um, song number five is called This House, which I do recommend. I gave it an 8.9 out of 10. Song. In this house. It didn't deserve ding, a nine, ding, 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 ding. but it was higher than an 8.8. .8, so I had to give it 8.9. <laughs> uh, this song's super duper catchy. You give it an 8.10. No. Because that's essentially nine. Mm, it's different though, because it's still the eight. Whatever, dude. Uh, the song <laughs> is pretty much about a lover who has left. It's kind of not a happy song at all. It's, it's mm-hmm. all these sad, melancholy lyrics. But if you listen to just the melody alone, it's kind of happy sounding. How do you like the finger picking, though? I love the Doom. finger picking. Ding, ding, and in ding, fact, ding. a cool picking pattern. I said, yeah, because <laughs> I really like to do. Yeah. do, 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 do. It's just ding, it's a really cool ding, picking ding, pattern. Ding, ding, ding. Um, but the melody-wise, it's it almost sounds happy and uplifting, and then you listen to the lyrics, and it's sad, like mm-hmm. less than Jake. They have yeah. a lot of like depressing lyrics, and then the music sounds really happy. Yeah, so like science of selling yourself short. It's an interesting dichotomy mm. or melding of two worlds that seemingly don't oh go together. My, that's a good vocab word, isn't it? Yeah. Um, vocab but, word of the day dichotomy this is probably my second favorite song on the album uh, it's just so catchy that one is uh, is Tease Night your first favorite song yes it is first favorite song but but this house is really uh, it's really really catchy oh yeah 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 definitely um, but moving on from song number this five house. to song number six which is called Talking Cat Blues <laughs> I gave the so song funny. six out of ten um, I didn't rank it, rank it higher just because I probably won't go back and listen to it regularly but from time to time, I'll come back because it's really a funny song. Okay, it's a very funny song. It's about this guy who records his cat. We got we got to talk about the song. What's yeah. about? Yeah, he he records his cat singing a Kanye West song, and then it goes viral video and yeah. becomes famous, and all like people like see his cat and the uh, what is how does the Kanye West song go? The cat singing the cat's I'm like so great. Yes, I'm I pretty am. much a god. Right? I'm essentially a god. Yeah. Do you want to know my favorite lyric from this song? What is uh. When his girlfriend leaves him at the beginning, she says, she says you got to take the cat to the vet, yeah. and I'm leaving you. And, the, leaving. and he's like, well, what's the problem with the cat? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Instead just, of like, why are you leaving me? Yeah, it's, it's like, just funny. What's the problem with the it's cat? Fun. It's just, it's very... And I like after uh, after that, like right after that in the lyrics, he uh, says like the phone rings, and there's like a girl on the other line. He's like, 
you want to maybe go to Burger King with me? <laughs> and she hangs up. That my, my girlfriend's just left me. Do you want to maybe go to Burger King? It's funny. It's it's it's, it's a joke song, but <laughs> yeah, I think there also is a bit of maybe British politics in there. Oh, talk about uh, David Cameron. Yeah, no, definitely. And there's there is definitely a point to the song, uh, yeah. which is at the end. Yeah, and there's uh, talking about how he can do things, terrible things that people are surprised of. Oh, they, well, he he does things. He's capable of good, but people don't believe that he's capable of good. I, th- I think, right? I don't know. Uh, who knows? Uh, there are definitely um, British politics in there, but we'll, we we got to move on to some other songs. Well, uh, uh, yeah, okay. Um, uh, check that song out, though. I think the end is very, very interesting. It is very interesting because um, they compare the cat to David Cameron, essentially, in the end. Well, and... Uh, Who's the British Prime Minister? Is that what he is? I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, Anyways, song number seven is called From Halcyon, which I gave 7.5, but I did not recommend. 7.5 is worth your time to listen to, but technically I can only recommend three. <coughs> Super catchy, and it's very folky again, and it's um, another storytelling type song. But Do you know I, what Halcyon means? I have no idea what Halcyon is. It means like a uh, place of peace. Oh, interesting. That Actually, that might, if I went back and reframe reread it. the lyrics, I might re- um, reframe it, because the, I couldn't tell entirely what it was about. Yeah. In the, uh, in the first song... Uh, he talks about how how like all the all of us are just doing our best Bob Dylan impressions. Yes, um, I think this song is his best Bob Dylan impression on the I album. Can see that, um, but essentially lyrically the song, or musically, uh, both. Um, Interesting. Essentially, the song is about um, the the main line that reoccurs is from uh, with love with from, love from Halcyon. Halcyon. Yeah. So with love from a, a place of peace. So mm-hmm. like he goes to like multiple different situations where he's saying like. I'm so full of peace with love from Halcyon. No, yeah, that's not, yeah, yeah, that's not yeah, it yeah, yeah. Um, I know. But the, I, line, I, the, I line, the, the line that I really like is, uh, um, if you find yourself disappearing into the morning sun, just smile and keep on walking with love from Halcyon. That's a good line, though. I, I, I agree with you. Yeah, right? Like, it's a, it's a very... Um, What's the word? Thought provoking. Which not like existential. Well, it kind of is like an existential. Song. Well, there are, there are more existential songs to come, so I'll get to yeah, I'll touch on those. Um, song love, number I, that, eight. That's my favorite song on the album. Though. Song number eight is called "Dark Days Away." I gave that's it eight point well. four, and I literally was point one percent away from recommending it. Uh, but I'll touch upon the other song that I recommended. So eight point five is your threshold to recommend? I uh, know, but the other song I recommended was eight point five. Oh. Um, this uh, has, a, again, another picking pattern. It's a love song. She could be my fill-in-the-blank. He says, uh-huh. she could be my something. She could be, you know, it's My broken typewriter and it's, it's a song about what this girl can be for him because she can fill fill in all of his she missing parts. It's it's a great love song, um, but the the last line, I think, of the chorus is, she could take the dark days away. Yeah. And so that's where we get the chorus. could take these Dark days away. I was flat and terrible, but whatever. Good enough. But it's a good song. Check it out, even though I don't recommend it. 8.4. Uh, song number nine, I song. gave 8.5. Oh! Which is called Send My Love to the System. That's a great song, too. Uh, I recommended this one. It's my last recommendation. My uh, I, I really went back and forth system. between recommending this one or the last one, but in the end, I had to pick this one be, just because melody-wise and catchy. I just, and I, and I, the... Uh, message of the song as well yes uh it's very good very memorable um lots of talking about being free so i'm curious if he's talking Send about being free from the past the system because no. he uh, well he talks about well, taking photographs and burning them and being free from that well i think it's 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 about the past but also um it's it's kind of like in the same vein as uh being free from like the norm 
of like what you're supposed quote unquote supposed to do. Yeah, people always hold on to pictures and look in the past. Yeah, so the the main line is send my love to, to the system. system. Um, and I love the the verses. Uh, uh, I think he does about half the verse, and then it goes to this minor chord that he sings over top of this minor structure. They change the chord progression, mm. and it just sounds... It's a mmm moment it's for me mm, when they get yeah. to that chord. I, I yeah. love that part. But basically, the song is... I would say the song is about like saying, uh, like, all right, well, all right, like I'm going to live my life the way that I want to live it. You know, and I'm not going to conform to the, the norm of like what people would say you're supposed to do makes sense i could see that you know it's a great song again that's my last recommendation check uh, it out on a song number 10 which is called the endlessness and the space in between this is the endlessness. um i gave us 7.1 and the space between. just a little good rating and, and it's very catchy and interesting and i think the title like when he says that is very interesting because if it's endless and there's space in between then the space in between is infinite right yeah it's never ending. I think he's talking about life, obviously. Yeah. So um, there, yeah, a lot of these songs are talking about life. Well, pretty much every single. Is song. anyone out there? Sorry, that's next, that's a song later. Yeah. Uh, under the next song, song number eleven is called uh, "Concept of Freedom." I gave five point five, and this actually might be my least favorite on the album, but I think this sounds like a Dylan song based on the guitar part. Uh, okay. it, it's very folky guitar, uh, able to put a story over top of it. Um, might it's, it's it's as close to a skipper as I'm gonna get on this album. Okay. Um, but it's an interesting subject, questioning what freedom means because he's talking about yeah. how freedom's a PR campaign and yeah. etc. Yeah. But anyhow, song number twelve, which is called "Is Anyone Out There," and this is the existential existential song for me. I gave yeah, it a yeah. rating of seven. Oh, yeah. Um, and he has some really cool chords in this song. A lot yeah. of passing chords and stuff that when you hear them, you're like, "Ooh, what did he just play? Ooh, let me hear that again. <laughs> Rewind. Ooh." Ooh, I like that. Ooh. Even if you don't want to pass, know what a passing chord is, once you hear that chord, you'll be like, wait a second, that's not normal. That sounds cool. And so you, you'll just hear them, you're like, ooh, that's cool. Cool chord. Ooh. 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 Um, it's a good uh, song, though. All like in all, one. this song, I think, is him questioning a higher power. Like, uh, does, yeah. is anyone out there? Is anyone, he's is saying, anyone like, out there? We're just in a rock floating in space. Da, 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 da. Right? Make yourself known. Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty typical. We're just floating and, through space. And in the age of reason and, felt so alone. and poets, yeah. folk, punk, and everything in between, I feel like this is a pretty common theme. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's a good song, catchy, uh, on to song number 13, which is the last song, which is called Questioning of Passing Time. I gave a 6.1. Question, question of Passing Time. Whatever. Um, <laughs> well, it's slower and more reflective. Um, yeah. There's still the question. It's pretty good. Um, and I think it's reminiscent of like growing and like kind of reflecting on the past and, and obviously the marching of time. I don't know. Yeah, dude. Um, it's good, but I don't recommend it. Uh, those, um, the three songs I recommended just to, to recap real quick. Yeah. Seize the Night. Seize the Night. This House. This House. And Send My Love to the System. Send My Love to the System. If you're going to check out three songs off of the Will Varley album entitled... Postcards from Ursa Minor. Check out those songs. Yes. They're great! Postcards from Lesser Bear. Uh, should we move on to next uh, week? Well, I just wanted to say one more thing about that Will Barley album. Oh, yeah. Go for it, because I, um, I talked more than you did for that, obviously. Um, the uh, another Just another uh, point as to why the song from Halcyon is the best song on the album. <laughs> yeah, uh, why? So the... Uh, well, it's about, it's, 
about the lyrics, obviously. Oh yeah, you're more of a um, lyric person than I am. Even though he has uh, his lyrics are, are sometimes kind of hard to decipher. He's he's a really good writer. Yeah, he's uh, a, he's a very really, artistic, really good writer. Like yeah, a really good uh, melody writer as well. Melody writer as well. Yeah. Um, um I'd, I'd say his music's even closer, like more aligned with poetry than music. You you could probably set these songs aside without the music and and let them stand by themselves. As you could poems. even like yeah exactly like especially with love from Halcyon yeah. you could definitely and a lot do that. of if you think of let's say a Blink One Eighty Two or a um. What's another band? An MXP? I don't know. Just a, a pop song on the radio. If you take the text, the the music away and just have the text, boring. It's not gonna stand on its own. Yeah, but this this will. Yeah. So uh, I just wanted to read the last the last uh, verse because it's awesome. Yeah, go for it. And because it's it's almost like the climax of the song, even though it's at the end of the song. And also um, before you before you read that, uh, another point I almost forgot to talk about. Yeah. When he closes his songs. Sometimes it almost you don't know it's coming in so abrupt. Yep. Yeah. It just definitely. ends with like there's a last line which the line sounds final but the music doesn't and it just ends abruptly and you're like yeah. wait that's the end of the song what? Yeah. And I guess that's multiple like, times and I don't really have a problem with it but it, it just took I me back at first. Uh, yeah, I definitely don't have a problem with it. Yeah. I think it's intentional. Oh yeah, I think so well, too. Obviously it's intentional. Yeah. But but go ahead and read this line. Anyway, the uh, line from that song that I thought was very very interesting and kind of puts life into perspective. Is he says someday soon I'll be a photograph underneath my grandson's bed. I heard there's a universe somewhere where this song wasn't written yet, and then he goes back to the uh, so if you feel yourself disappearing in the early morning sun, just smile and keep on walking with just, love from Halcyon. Yeah, so that's that's so in the future just, when he's not gonna be like he won't be there remembered. anymore. As, at some barely, point, barely at some point he's gonna be gone. Dust in the wind, right? It'll just be a picture under. A kid's bed. So in light of all of that, like all that gravity weighing on you, like the, That's gravi- pretty the gravity, there. the gravity of life, like the gravity of being a human being, a, a conscious being, dealing in with life. the inevitable march of time. Yeah, exactly. Just smile and keep on walking with love from Halcyon, with love from that peaceful state that people can be in, which is a peaceful state that like you get in at, at like shows, you know. Yeah. Um, especially when we were in Boston as well. Oh, that was a great show. Yeah. Plus, we, but, got to, we got to go spend time in Boston in general, which is an awesome city. Super awesome city. Shout out to Boston. Yeah, if you're listening, Boston, we love you. <laughs> Boston, I love you for Boston, for Boston. <laughs> That's Dropkick Murphy's, though. Bo- uh, it's the city, not the band. Because I love that dirty water. I don't like the oh, I don't like the band. Boston, you're my... Ho- I love the band Boston. Man. More than a feeling. Don't mock that song. Not cool to mock a great band. <laughs> That's true. They are a very good band. You may be thinking I'm I'm saying this ironically, but I really love Boston. Yeah, was, he actually does. Like his face looks pretty mad right now. Yeah, that was one of I uh, I went to Record Rama in Ross Township, PA, or what was it Ross Township? Somewhere off of McKnight Road, Pennsylvania, outside of Pittsburgh, and they were having their going out of uh, sale store, going out of business sale. Yeah, and. The records were literally twenty-five cents a piece, so I bought Foreigner. Um, no, I didn't buy Foreigner. I bought um, Kansas uh, Leftover Richer. I bought Cheap Trick Live at Budokan. I bought oh crap. What else did I buy? I bought two more. One I can't remember, and the last one I bought was Boston, um, the self-titled album, and it's so good. It so is good. good. It is good. I just don't like it. 
But anyhow, uh, let's anyway, look forward to next about, week. Enough about Boston. Uh, next week is a special week for this podcast because sure it's going to be our 21st episode, and 21 means legal to drink, so we're going to have a themed episode again. Yep. Uh, which means, beer-wise, we're going to drink what we each had for our first, for our first legal drink. Legal drink. Uh, we won't reveal what that is now because we want that to be a surprise for you guys. Yeah, you guys will be really surprised. Yeah, so it'd be fun. It, no one really comments on our stuff ever because I don't know how many people listen to this, but well, that's all right. If I mean, you're listening, please listen. Uh, and <laughs> and you're hearing this, give Com- us a comment and see what you think our first legal beer was. That'd be or, fun to hear. Or tell us what your first legal drink was. Yeah, send us. Maybe in. it was a margarita or a shot of Jack Daniels, or, or maybe it was a, a Zima wine cooler or something. <laughs> Who knows? Whatever it was, just Perhaps, let us know. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be pretty embarrassed by what my first legal drink was, but the story behind mine is uh, a story I'll never forget. And I'm excited to tell it next week. Uh, the story behind mine, I will forget because there's not really a story. Mine's a story, and I'll never forget. But uh, anyways, music-wise, we also want to recommend albums that have... Something to do with alcohol. <laughs> loosely based on alcohol, however yeah. much you want to uh, rec- reconcile and, that. And... Uh, not the whole album, just like one song. On yeah, it. and there's one song in particular that makes me think of beer, uh, and it's a song called Beer by Real Big Fish off of the album Turn the Radio Off, so that's what I'm going to recommend for you, Real Big Fish, Turn the Radio Real Off. Real Big Fish, Turn the Radio Off. All right. I'm going to recommend for you uh, an album by Fiction Family. Uh-huh. Uh, it's called Reunion, so Fiction Family Reunion. Okay. Is what it is. And there's at least one song on there about drinking or something? Uh, well, the first song is called Avalon, and he talks about gin in it. So, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Super loosely based on it? Yeah. Because I, I, whenever you told me, like, let's have a themed episode where we can like recommend albums where they talk about beer and whatnot. And I was like, all right, I'll try and think of something with that. And I was like, like I, I was like, what, wait, what can I, I don't know any albums that are like... Me listening to punk rock? Like, if I listen to... Like, have I ever told you about the casualties? Um, I know you've... You've spoken to me about the casualties before. Well, they've got a song called 40 Ounce Casualty. What's that mean? Well, yeah, obviously. Or even Sublime's got 40 Ounces to Freedom, staying on the 40 Ounce Right, yeah, theme. but like, when I, the music that I listen to, they don't talk about that. Punk rock and beer is pretty, pretty, uh, well, I don't want to say simultaneous, uh, hand in hand, but... Basically, You're going to hear, I don't want to general, overgeneralize, but yeah, I mean... Yeah. You hear that a lot. Definitely not with, um... People, straight edge people, definitely not with them. Oh no, not with them, no. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll. Um, but anyway, so you're, we'll come back you're recommending we'll me the, the album "Turn the Radio Off" by a Real Big Fish. Okay, and I know you know at least one or two songs. Well, I know it. the beer song. Do you know "Sell Out"? Uh, yeah, that's yep. hands down their biggest song. It's on there also. Yeah, I know that one. It's uh, actually they talk about working at fast food places and whatnot. yes, they do. I don't want yes, to put on that stupid hat anymore. <laughs> yes, they literally say yeah. that. Uh, but I saw them uh, a couple months, I don't know, probably about a year ago, actually. Uh, they played Turn the Radio Off in its entirety for its 20th anniversary. That's pretty awesome. Not even 10th, 10th anniversary, 20th. 20th. Because it came out yeah. in the early 90s. So crazy. Uh, but it's a great album. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting that the 90s are 20 years ago. And I'm listening to Reunion by Fiction Family? Yes. Okay. So, uh, But really, it's just Fiction Family Reunion. Well, Whatever. Uh, but if you don't know who Fiction Family is, uh, John, Foreman John Foreman from, is in it. From Switchfoot and, and a, couple, then, uh, a guy from another band. A guy from Nickel Creek. Think, not Nickelback. I, I think it's the band Nickel not Creek. Ni- not Nickelback, Nickel Creek. Uh, Sean Watkins, I believe his name is. Uh, that's an interesting name. Sean Watkins. Uh, elementary, my dear Watkins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, 
it's about that time. What do you say we give our uh, our final slogan, finish our brews? Well, and sign why don't off. we? Uh, has your opinion changed the beer since it warmed up? Um, I think it's been just as fantastic the entire time. Um, the hops are still as prevalent as ever. Yeah, I can taste the, the hops a little bit more, but I don't. So good. It's it. Um, it hasn't really changed that much, but I think it's fantastic. Like the uh, just in general, this this is one of my. Uh, Favorite IPAs that I've had recently. I wouldn't say favorite. I, I like their Enjoy By better. I said recently. That, oh. I've, that I've had recently. I've had recent ones I like better, but... Really? Yeah. Which ones? Uh, that one from the saucer? I can't remember what it's called. Remember you, you pointed at the menu and you were like, did you have this oh, one? Oh, That's okay. one of them. Okay. I can't remember that uh, what it's called either. And the oh, last... Uh, any other ones, though? IPA. The New England style I had from uh, Braxton. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Fantastic, dude. Interesting. This is like And I was up good. in Cincinnati and I had Trogue's Headhunter. Oh well, you've Just had because, some. You've had some good IPAs recently, yeah. then. Because I don't get that unless I'm up north. Yeah, but uh, let's uh, give these the magic, uh, magic catchphrase. Finish catch our phrase. brews and then sign off. Sounds good, man. All right. Shiba da be with Oh, dude! I coughed an IPA. <coughs> I think I think that's probably because you try and. Sip it really loudly. Yeah, for the microphone. I'm trying to... <laughs> Anyways, uh, once again, my name is Stephen Johnston. And my name is Jesse Titus. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> People who ring out their names really long is are super lame. Yeah, they um, really This has been are. American right. Brews and Tunes. Thank you so much for listening. Share with your friends. Uh, look us up on Facebook, Twitter, wherever, Instagram. Send us an email at AmericanBrewsAndTunes.com at gmail.com whatever and of course go out in the world and listen to new music and try new beers yeah that's the ultimate goal of this so uh thanks again for listening here's a theme song you know it's not a mean song it's a good song just as it should song American Brews and Tunes shibbity beam a day